Good morning. My name is Jane Cormier, and I am host here at WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. And this is this week's segment of Artful Living. And as those out listeners out there know, every week we have a couple of shows where we try to bring important topics to you, our listeners, and try to do it in a framework which is about artful living, which can be a multitude of things. Uh, today it's about education, and we have a very special guest. I want to welcome her today, Marcy Ouellette. Welcome to Artful Living. Thank you so much for having me. So for those folks out there that are wondering um, why education would be a theme for Artful Living, well, let's, let's all be in agreement that it's education that gets it all going. The educating of our youth is the seed that we plant and hopefully have a wonderful garden by the time you know we're done the process. Uh, today we're going to talk about a very special project that Marcy has spearheaded and founded actually and that is a brand new public charter school, Benjamin Franklin Academy in Loudoun, New Hampshire. So, Marcy, this is going to be a great um, segment. I want you to tell us, uh, for the folks out there that might not know, exactly what is a charter school? I'd say the easiest way uh, for most people to understand a charter school is that it is a publicly funded school, not at the same extent as our traditional public schools, but publicly funded, um, but more of a private school based on the themes and the uniqueness of curriculum and programming um, that's accessible to all students and families throughout the state of New Hampshire. So for for anyone out there that might um, be interested um, in getting information, where can they go right at the top? We'll say this a number of times in the broadcast today. Where can they get information right now? Sure. Well, we are currently developing our full website, but we currently do have a web page. It's benjaminfranklin.academy. We keep all of our updates um, up there for everyone to get in terms of information sessions that we're holding to educate families on the opportunities we have coming to Loudoun, New Hampshire. That is where we will be located uh, and opening in the fall of the this year. That is great. Okay, good to know that. Right off the top, we want to keep bringing that forward. So folks, if they just catch us in a segment, they know where to go to get information. Absolutely. Um, Some of our listeners might know that I'm a real proponent for charter schools here in New Hampshire and having uh, taught at one recently with the past seven years for seven years, right, in Manchester, Mm -hmm. um, I, I saw, happened upon, the Benjamin Franklin Academy last year when it was in its formative stage. Yeah. And I was pretty particularly interested in this. So it's your mission that I think is very cool and very unique. Yes. Can you tell us what what is what makes Benjamin Franklin Academy different in its mission? Well, first of all, I want to go back to what you said in the opening about artful living and how that can be defined in so many ways. And it really kind of ties into the theme of our school. Um, We named the school after Benjamin Franklin, that's our namesake, and the reason for that is that, you know, his quote was that the Declaration of Independence guarantees us all the right to the pursuit of happiness, but it's up to each of us to grab it for ourselves Mm -hmm. to catch that. 
So that really was the driving uh, vision, if you will. What drove our vision is not defining what happiness is for young adults, but rather giving them a variety of learning opportunities so that they can have that experience to then define for themselves what it is to be happy in their own life. Absolutely. That great that quote is great, no matter how you look at it, because first of all, it tells us that we all have that right, mm-hmm. right, to go toward what makes us happy. But the second part to me is almost just as important. And that is, it's something that we have to do for ourselves. It's an individual definition, that's that's sure. That's right. Um, So our programming, really, we have framed it around three H's, which are the hands, the head, and the heart. So again, we want to give students the opportunity through hands-on learning, through traditional academic learning, but also through the arts, um, to again, see what what suits them, what's sparking their passion, what brings them that happiness to their day-to-day life. Well, as for someone who's been in arts all my life, I can't clap enough for that one. (laughs) I knew you'd like it. (laughs) I love that one. And and it's easy to see why that would catch my eye right up front. Yes. Um, The arts are something that I think, unless folks are really acclimated to having them in their life, Mm -hmm. can be easily overlooked. And yet, really, the older I get, the more I believe this, because the arts of history, of where you know, the past has been, has always given us a blueprint for that culture and where they were at that time. Yes. We don't necessarily know that while we're making Mm -hmm. our history, right? We forget that. Yeah. But it's the arts and the culture that are the glue to our history together. I I agree. And it's so formative and and important. And to me, to have that an integral part of your um, charter school is just awesome. So we are a liberal arts curriculum. Mm -hmm. Um, Our programming will be centered around history. Um, We are a history-centered curriculum. um, And we do, again, uh, have a very large portion of our academic day in programming centered on those arts, as you say, but Mm -hmm. also on hands-on learning, which is something that I am very much passionate about as well. Um, I've previously been a director of career and technical education center here in our state um, and big proponent of students learning trades whether it's something they take forward and they actually follow through to profession or if it just gives them those skills, those soft skills, we like to say in industry sometimes, but that again, they'll be able to carry into their adult lives. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's carpentry. Maybe then they know how to fix things around their house that they might not have otherwise known. (laughs) Um, You know, I I used to have students come to me at graduation and say, Ms. Willette, I'm so sorry. I, I don't think I want to be in this field. And I said, wonderful. Wasn't that a great opportunity for you to decide that now? Right. So again, having the robust programming, uh, what we refer to as our pillars of programming, um, I think that's really the uniqueness of our school. Absolutely. Um, Our advisory, we're actually making it a campfire advisory, you know, based around the the concept that the earliest forms of conversation were had around fires, right? Mm So we're going to look at a multi-level, grade level approach to it. So we have the, um, you know, older students actually um, mentoring and also just fostering some of that development amongst the younger uh, students in our schools. So yeah, it's, it's so a different important. approach than m- most schools. Like, yeah, yeah. I, that, that I think that's the benefit, right? Yeah. It's, it is very different. Yes. Hands-on is always something that will be the best teacher Agreed. that you could have. doesn't matter, like you said, if someone takes it up full-time or that's doesn't. Right. The confidence that you get as a human being mm-hmm. when you master something Yes 
is a lifelong thing. Absolutely. And having that with our youth, especially today. Um, I'm also a believer that there's not one size that fits all in education. Um, charter schools are for um, students that, again, are looking for an alternative. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a, a replacement to, just to traditional public school systems. It's just another option. It's a choice. Um, and again, I think for our approach as we were developing, I'm one of three founders. Um, I want to make sure I give them that shout out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Michael DuPont, he was actually our visionary. And then Patty Humphrey, longtime devoted charter school supporter in our state. Oh, yes. We were a very small founding team, but we We all had the passion around what it was we were doing, and that was taking what we believe through our experiences in education in various uh, facets and saying, you know, what are the pieces that we think fit the needs of today's student, right? Right, Because learning is different now. Totally different. And we need to approach it differently. Mm -hmm. So again, having the ability to build it has been very exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, I've been an administrator in the state for over a decade now, and I've never, ever started from scratch. Um, But I think it gives you such a unique opportunity. And I think one of those unique opportunities, when we talk about self-achievement, one of the things we want to make sure we're fostering in our our students um, is the fact that we're going to work with our students to build certain pieces of that school community. Mm -hmm. For example, the student code of conduct. That'll be jointly developed between the administration and our students in our first year. Mm-hmm. And reviewed. Right. Well, it's a wonderful learning opportunity, right? Well, it absolutely. gives you a chance to have that dialogue. Okay, that sounds great, but let's role play. What if it uh-huh. went this way? And getting really thinking in that problem solving and higher level yeah, uh, mindset. Yeah. Getting kids involved in, in especially where you're just starting this first year. Yes. What a wonderful opportunity. Yeah, and I think it gives students, young adults, um, a sense of ownership yeah. in their school community when they are involved in it. Yeah, and when they're listened to and that's you correct. can discuss and have conversation. That and is correct. Yeah, that's how you problem solve. That's that's yes. the best teacher. Uh, the best learning comes from communication with others. Agreed. I mean, that's the only way we succeed in anything. I, I mean, I don't know if it's appropriate for Artful Living. I often say some of the best results come from the awkward conversations. You know, <laughs> let's just have them. It's true. Let's just have it's that. It's true. Again, I, that's that pursuit of happiness, <laughs> at least for this girl. Yeah, so I think you are so on the mark. Uh, it's, we are simpatico, absolutely. <laughs> so our guest today is Marcy Ouellette, and she is the founder of Benjamin Franklin Academy Charter Chartered Public School. And uh, we're going to take a little break here, and on the other side of the break, we'll come in and we'll talk a little bit more about Marcy and what she's been doing that led up to Where we are today. That's right. (laughs) Stay right there. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Artful Living. This is Jane Comier, your host. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. And don't forget, all of our programming is available on NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. So today we're talking about charter school, we're talking about success, we're talking about what it's like to build something like a charter school from nothing, Yes, from, from ground zero, as you said, right? Yeah. And uh, Marcy Ouellette, you're going to tell us, um, what, just for interest-wise for our listeners, what 
what were the first things that had to happen yeah. uh, to start the process of, of the well, school? Well, the first piece of the story that I actually am very fond of sharing, um, it really started as a conversation, right? So it was Patricia Humphrey and Michael DuPont um, in a, another charter school that they're both affiliated with, just having a conversation. And it was, well, if you had the opportunity to build your dream school, what would that look like? And through that conversation, there was a decision, well, let's let's bring someone else on that can help us bring this to reality. And then mm. I was I was lucky enough to meet them and, and, and join the team. Mm. So I would say that was about 16 months ago at this point. Um, for the first 12 months, we spent um, building what's called our, our charter. Mm. And that's something that we need to have approved by the State Board of Education. Um, and it's a lengthy process. So um, it involves development of your curriculum, your school operations, your safety plans, your handbooks, all the things that any traditional school would require to, to be operating year to year. Um, You then go through a review process. It's a three-tier review process that ends with the Commissioner of Education, um, who then makes a recommendation to the State Board of Ed for that charter to then be heard by them. And hopefully, in Mm. our case, it was then approved. Um, And that was on December 8th of this previous year. So really, really pretty recent, huh? Very recent, and we've been very busy since. So now we have moved from the actual development and uh, turning the vision into reality and then gaining our state board of ed approval. Now we're in the planning and implementation Mm -hmm. mode. Uh, Many balls in the air. Again, it's it's very exciting. It's not something you can tap on many shoulders and ask about. Um, It's a unique opportunity. I feel very blessed to be uh, the dean of school for Benjamin Franklin Academy, to have led them through the school approval process. Um, and to now be building it, really. Absolutely. I think how exciting. How exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the, just to be able to set the foundation, right? Because the foundation is, is everything. We all know this if we look at our homes, what, you know, how, whatever context you want to put Relationships, it in. Relationships, everything. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but to be uniquely gifted to build this foundation up at this point. Um, we have uh, purchased a site in Loudoun, New Hampshire. That's where we'll be located. So so tell us a little bit about that. Loudoun, New Hampshire, very close to Concord. That's correct. And a lot of communities um, seem to be able to, I would think you'd be able to draw from. Yeah, so yeah. was that part of the location? Did you want it to yeah. be in the in the well, more rural area? It, well, it's funny you ask because when we were first developing the charter, we weren't um, dead set on a location. We were just building it, and we said, "Well, you know, we'll get to that point once mm-hmm. we get the charter approved." I think what you said earlier was just it, it struck me. We've had a lot of people get very excited when they've reviewed our charter. And if I may, mm-hmm. our full charter is available for anyone to review if they're interested in seeing our curriculum, our programming, our vision, our mission. Again, that's at BenjaminFranklin.Academy. Um, but, yeah, after the development piece, it really it's, – it's, it's now something that came to us um, in terms of our location. It almost – sought us out. We were introduced as we were in development to a small group of community members in the local area, mm-hmm. um, not Loudoun in particular, actually, in Pittsfield. And um, they were very excited by what we were doing and looking not to um, bring something to replace their existing educational system, but to complement it and add other another option for mm-hmm. families in that area. So we actually... Through their request, we thought, well, let's see what we can do. Maybe we can bring, you know, this to that area. Um, 
we just, after several searches, it just, we couldn't find the one that went, like buying a home. You know when it's when the it's right the one. one. Mm-hmm. We happened upon 157 Chichester Road in Loudoun, <laughs> New Hampshire, and knew immediately that that was our school campus. Beautiful. Um, and when I say that, it will be a campus. Mm-hmm. We are uh, currently right now working with the builder, uh, Gary Thomas, from North Point Construction Management. He has been um, active in, in helping many charter schools set up their locations and facilities. Wow. That's great. Um, yes, we're very proud um, that when we do appoint our board of trustees, he will also be one of our trustees. Awesome. Um, but it is a five-year plan, and it's a five-year plan for development based on our projected enrollment. Uh, so this fall, when we open in September, we will be, and we currently are, accepting applications for grades 6, 7, and 8. Um, we will be, by year 5, a grade 6 through 12 school, but for our first year, we'll start with middle school, right. and we'll add the we'll add a year, uh, each year subsequently. Uh, that being said, we will then phase our development and our construction based on that growing enrollment. Yeah. That's so right awesome. now we're working on phase one. We so, will be ready for September. I just met with our builder yesterday. <laughs> I have every assurance um, that we will be uh, able to open oh, in September. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So you said that the campus is how large? Um, it's just over seven acres. Seven acres. So plenty of room for growth. Plenty of room for growth in terms of buildings and sure. capacity. But beyond that, um, as I said, we have several pillar program areas. And one of them is open roads. So Great. So why don't we actually take that? Why don't we start talking about what what is a pillar? program. Okay. So we just called them our pillars because to us, they are really those posts that are going to be built into the foundation. They are the theme, the threads of our school and our curriculum and programming. Um, we spoke a little bit about advisory, but again, we also have toolbox. That's our hands-on uh, uh, learning component. Um, and that will be for an hour and 15 minutes at the end of each day for students. So what does toolbox mean? Well, we decided on the name Toolbox so that as students are developing their skills, um, be it in carpentry, be it in any of the other areas, um, they could be doing set design to complement our theater program. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it's giving the stu- that name so that students are actually taking on and learning skills and they're building their own toolbox for life. Mm-hmm. So that's really where that name came from. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I'm very excited about that piece. Um, we're also looking at, um, we've discussed a lot about our day and so with that said we're going to do our core academics again they are going to be team taught history themed Um, when I say that we might be working on one area of history that will then be aligned to some sort of a science or math concept that we're working on Um, that being said we will have that core programming in the morning and our afternoons will be the allied arts and then toolbox. Cool. Yeah. But Very open cool. roads, getting back to that. Yes. Um, we intend to, you know, do obviously your traditional, um, you know, visits to historical sites, to museums, you know, to complement the curriculum. But beyond that, we also just want to get kids outdoors, right? Off our phones. Mm-hmm. Out, oh, my goodness. Out from in front of the computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then outdoors. So with yeah. that acreage, we're going to end up having plenty of trails yes. that we'll, again, utilize as part of our learning components, but also Beautiful. part of our health and wellness, which we are actually, that's the heart of the school, mm-hmm. is the health and wellness, making sure that we're doing various activities to engage students, not your typical you know, physical education courses. Wow. You know what? We're going to have to have you back on as a guest again and again, because (laughs) the truth is, is WKXL has recently just revamped its entire station offerings to, to embrace health and wellness. 
so as necessary. a theme. Uh, and I, I thought that was just so creative for a radio station to offer that. So, I mean, it sounds almost just synchronistic here that you're talking about that. Yeah. Um, I it's think wonderful. it's so important to do today. I think, yes. And I think all of us, to some extent, can benefit from having um, more exposure to ways to be healthier. And oh, again, yeah. what is that? It's not a one-size-fits-all, fit all, same as, you know, education and schooling. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what fits you and your lifestyle? And again, what speaks to you? Mm-hmm. Where's your happiness? Wonderful. So, so exactly the pillars. Again, advisory, the campfire. Campfire. Toolbox. Uh, Showtime, which is our theater program. Wow, I should know that. You should know that one. I thought we left that one out. Okay. We did not leave that one out. <laughs> How could we leave that one out? Then, again, our standard allies, our allied arts. That's where our music component will, yep. will live. Um, and then I feel like I'm missing one. Hold on. <laughs> Scratching the brain here. The open roads, right? Open roads. Also, country store. Country store, that was the one. Okay. Country store. That is really cool. I thought this was really good. It I is, like this. I think it's great. So um, so again, we are going to be doing a lot of hands-on. It's not just going to be shop, like your traditional shop class. There certainly will be that component, sure. right? But it's also going to be some some light farming, some agricultural Yay. trades some artisan trades, Mm -hmm. so a variety of different hands-on activities. We will, in the middle school, give the students the opportunity to explore all of those areas. And then as we move them into the high school and and we do course planning, we'll allow them to really focus on the areas that they've decided to truly speak to them. Um, But yes, so getting back to Country Store, I'm a big believer in entrepreneur skills. And again, just basic accounting, learning how to operate a business. What is it to price? What is it to sell? What's, what's the revenue? Um, so we'll be using that as a component Sounds for like that. Sounds like fun. Awesome. Uh, we're going to take just a very brief, brief, brief break here, and we'll be right back, and we'll talk some more about Benjamin Franklin Academy. Welcome back. This is Jane Cormier, your host today for Artful Living and uh, WKXL 1450 AM. FM Concord and, of course, 101.9 FM in Manchester. All of our shows are available on NH Talk Radio, so check us out there as well. We're talking today with Marcy Ouellette, who is founder and dean of students, or dean of the school, not dean of students, at Benjamin Franklin Academy, which is a brand new charter school opening up in Loudoun, New Hampshire, this fall. And uh, we've been talking about the very innovative and creative um, themed, you know, instruction and, and, and this thing called country store. We sort of rushed in the last segment, <laughs> but I think that is so awesome. Let's talk a little bit more about that Qu- yeah. quickly. Are you going to have um, a culinary arts kind of Definitely. And that's one of the other yes. areas that we want to explore. Absolutely. Wouldn't that be awesome to have kids? I mean, what teaches math better? Right. <laughs> Then measurements, <laughs> yes, yes. So it's great. And that would be part, I assume, as well, that's, of Country Store? Well, that's going to be tied to it as well. So whatever it is, whether it's, um, you know, artisan trades, whether it's ag uh, trades that we're producing, fruits or, or crops, sure. vegetables, um, all of that, student work, all of that so student cool. labor, to see it go from, again, that 
to the the store format. Yeah. Again, I have a background in career and technical education, so um, I'm a very big supporter of DECA and FBLA, Future Business Leaders of America. Um, school stores are always attached uh, in any of the high schools to those programs. Student run? They are typically student-run with an advisor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I want to bring that component. We will never be a career and technical education center. We can't. We certainly can't bring it to that level. Yeah. But we can bring the um, exposure, um, the general exposure, of I course. think, that's lacking sometimes in traditional education. How about the nuts and bolts of starting a small business? That's it. Right? That's it. And actually, again, we go back to the values and, and again, that's, that sense of self-achievement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, through doing. Well, I think what you are saying is such a needful thing. The fact that you're in a rural setting in Loudoun Mm -hmm. and you have such a wonderful school to fit that. Um, Well, I'm sure it's going to be extremely successful. There's such a need for that. I don't know that there's any school that I've read that is doing this kind of work. No, I mean, there's there's certainly several charter schools throughout the state Mm -hmm. and and many that are still being approved as we speak. Um, What I would say, though, is that, yes, ours is probably unique in the varied approach that we are taking. Um, We're not a a classical academy. Um, We're more of, again, that hands-on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why and again, not? I think there's a need for that in our in our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think that coming from the, the trades uh, as an administrator, I know that there's areas that are lacking in our state. I always look at it from an economic development point of view as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that, again, if we can spark that interest in the youth of today. Yeah. You know, again, it could. It's it's to me, it's it's all cyclical. It's all work built together, right? Mm-hmm. We're preparing students for success for themselves within their communities, within our state, mm-hmm. um, and I think anything we can do as educators to again allow that path to be defined for each individual student and to give them those opportunities instead of forcing or One encouraging of them it. down yeah. a path that yeah. might not be best suited, right? I like I like being in the position I am now to yeah. be able to provide that. I'm very excited about the school. I yes. think that we will have amazing students next year. I've already met some of the families as we've been out having different information sessions. Mm-hmm. Again, those dates continue to be added, but they are on our webpage, BenjaminFranklin.academy. Um, but I've met several families and students who have come to these. We actually have one in Loudoun this evening, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure that we'll meet more wonderful families. But there is a need for this unique programming in the state. Right. There are families that are, are looking for this alternative, and it feels great to be able to provide it. And I'm finding that throughout this process, it feels like things have just fallen into place. I mm-hmm. think it worked out perfectly that we've landed in Loudoun. I think that's it feels like that's where we're supposed to be. I totally agree. Um, so anybody that is interested in getting information, BenjaminFranklin.academy, mm-hmm. these information uh, meetings that you're having are great. I've, I've been to one of them myself and they really welcome the dialogue they want to hear from parents Mm -hmm. that being said um the one thing that i was so impressed with at the last informational meeting was that these really informed parents Mm -hmm. had some very uh detailed questions and they were able to be answered immediately i don't know about you Mm -hmm. i know that there's a lot of controversy you know out there right now with education But I think so much of what is negative in the educating of our youth in this country as a whole is the lack 
of real communication mm-hmm. amongst all the people involved yeah. within the process. Sure. You know, administrators with parents. Parents out there, never forget you are paying the bills. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's the way it should be. But because you are paying the bills, you should be able to have some sort of idea of what's being taught, how it's being taught, what your student benefits from in any school, mm-hmm. no matter where you are, public, private, religious, whatever you want to go to. And uh, I think there's a tremendous need to make sure in all of the schools that there is open communication amongst everyone, students, mm-hmm. teachers, faculty, you know, parents, administrators. Yep. And when that happens, good things occur. Well, I think you already know me as a leader, as a school leader, so um, I'll share with our listeners. Um, I'm a firm believer that, again, the strongest school systems really do have that that family, school, and community connection. Um, There should be dialogue. Um, There's always ways we can improve what Mm -hmm. we're doing, and I think that excuse me, to believe that just because it's designed one way, it's the way it has to be. No, I think you need to be open to feedback. I think you have to be transparent as well. I think that myself as a parent, my children are now out of the uh, public school system, but that breakdown in communication to families is really difficult when we as schools are also at the same time saying that we need families and parents to be more involved. It's really a, a contradictory statement, and, and the behavior doesn't support it, right? All right, so, absolutely. Um, I'm not always, and I say this to everyone that works with me, and I say this to families as well, I'm not always going to be able to give you the answer you want, but mm-hmm. you will always get a direct response and an honest response. It is. That is the key. That is the key. Because you know what? Sometimes, especially in school administration, you as, as a dean, I'm going, I'm going to have to make tough decisions. That is part of the job. Mm-hmm. I stay focused on why I'm making the decisions. Right. I'm there for students, right. always. So with that said, I'm not doing my school community, my students, their families, any favors by withholding information. If I'm challenged by something and I have to make a tough decision because maybe there's legislation or there's something else going on that's driving that pause or that lack of response, I at least need to own that Mm -hmm. and say, this is why we are where we are. But I I hear your concerns Mm -hmm. and I'm with you. I I have to relay something. Um, I've been an educator for, what, 25 years. In every aspect of education you can be in, from Montessori to Catholic school to boarding school to public school to charter school. And I recently was was dean of students at a school. And that was a new gig for me, right? A yeah. I, little different than the, the teaching, sure. but, but you'd be amazed at how similar it ended up being to the teaching well. As you well. can utilize a lot of those skills that yeah. you already have in engaging and building relationships Honesty. with your... Honestly, yeah. Exactly. Um, I found that in... The p- dealing with folks with parents that had students at the school that, let's say, had challenging behaviors. Mm-hmm. Every single time we met, something great happened. Now, the first two, found, two, first two three times, I'm like, hmm, I, I thought that would go really sideways, you know, that discussion. Difficult discussions, you know, about mm. what's appropriate, what isn't, what expectation is, what isn't, what I'm there to do to help. Yeah. What I found to a one, and how, like, that blows my mind, Mm -hmm. 100%. 
even when we we had to have a discussion about perhaps uh, you know this might not be the place or you know this might not be serving your student sure it always ended well well I think when you're sincere and authentic and respectful people will receive the message even if it's one they don't want to hear because they believe it's coming genuinely right for the right reasons isn't that just that's I mean, me it a seems, yeah, I mean, it seems really easy, right? But if, by yeah. and large, it's not typically, and there's, and I, and it's sad sometimes too, because I've been in, in different school systems and I, without naming them, mm-hmm. there typically is a breakdown in communications, not just with parents, it's yeah. within the school community absolutely. too. And absolutely. that, and, and that can be another Yeah, discussion. that's a whole other discussion. You're <laughs> absolutely right. <laughs> this is Art for Living. We're going to take a short break and come back and talk with Marcy Ouellette a little bit more about Benjamin Franklin Academy. Welcome back to Artful Living. This is Jane Cormier, your host, here at WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. We are here today talking with the Dean of School of Benjamin Franklin Academy, which is set to open in September. And uh, we w- we've been talking about everything, not only just your wonderful academy and what it's all about, mm-hmm. uh, but we were also talking about education in general mm-hmm. and how we've sort of morphed into this, um, perhaps not the most communicative of yeah. of uh, situations, yeah. but it's going to be quite, I have to say, I, I have nothing but good things to say about what Benjamin Franklin will be heading for. Um, you're very open and direct. Anybody that has any, any desires, any information, they can always go to one of the informational meetings, which are on the site, yes. BenjaminFranklin.academy, and your questions will be answered Yes, I, I have a, a very strict 24-hour response time outside of the weekend, mm-hmm. okay? Friday means Monday. There you go. There you go. I don't Open and direct and honest. But yeah, no, again, because I do value the importance of communication. You know, even if the response is, I don't have an answer for you right now, but let me look into that and get back to you. Excellent. At least you are acknowledging the need of the person that is inquiring or asking something of you. Right. I mean, to me, it's just who I am as a person, and I just carry that into my leadership style. You know, it's funny. It seems like um, sort of in the past, you know, everybody is always like, oh, the students might say, oh, Ms. she's so strict. Miss Cormier is so strict. Or, mm-hmm. um, or parents, you know, might say, you know, that, uh, you know, I'm tough on their kids. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter was when you let someone know that you're taking, you're hearing what they're saying and you're taking it in and you're going to respond to it, mm-hmm. even the worst news yeah. can can be okay yeah. and in fact can boost something on the other side to, to improve. Absolutely. You know, so that's awesome. The other thing too is that I really do take not just my role, but I think the roles of anyone, staff, faculty, the rest of my leadership team, um, you know, we're there to model the behaviors that we would like to develop and foster in our young adults. So always. I'll leave it there. <laughs> always, isn't I'll it? I'll leave true? it there. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean so true. Hands, heart, head and heart. Yes. Hands Head and heart. Now, yes. what is you had mentioned that is that the theme, 
or is it the pillars? Well, it's it's kind of what guided our mission, really. <laughs> so, like, the hands, obviously, to to uh, learn skills, to uh, develop, to foster those talents. Mm-hmm. Um, the heart, really, that's the health and wellness piece. That's the big piece of our school that we really think is going to be unique. Our uh, visionary, Michael Dupont, again, he's an educator as well, and um, and he's been in several different schools. And I think that he would, if he were sitting here today, he would say that he has seen a very big difference in students um, and their health and well-being. Um, certainly, I think, before COVID, but I think we've seen a lot of impact um, yeah. on learning and not just learning, right. the students themselves. Um, so we wanted to make that, again, a, a real strong piece of mm-hmm. what it is we were building. Spirit. Right. Good spirit. Well, you know what? The heart to learn how to honor Mm -hmm. and cherish. Right. Because sometimes I think and I'm going to get a little bit probably personal, but it's easy to focus on the things going wrong or the things you've lost. And it's so important to practice gratefulness. Right. Just sit and be grateful for (laughs) what you have. So I make a list, you know. Well, there you go. I put it on my fridge. Artful living. (laughs) Right. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even think of that. You should be on this side. <laughs> Are you saying I'm a natural? There you go. There you go. No, it's true, though. And this is why you and I get along so well. Jane is a wonderful, wonderful person. And again, I think that she she's the type of teacher you would want with your students. She, um, Thank you. She cares. She's in it for the right reasons. Um, and those are the people I want on my team. <laughs> Oh goodness, my! Well, you know what? I would and I would con- consider myself very lucky to be on your team. But um, let me go back to Marcy Ouellette before okay. she came to yeah. Ben Franklin Academy. What were you up to before you became the founder? I've been in career and technical education for a while. I, I took a break because, to be honest with you, I was in a district that really. Um, made it difficult for me to find my own happiness. My yeah. health and well-being was a bit affected. So I then became the uh, HR director for New Hampshire Lottery. Still feeling oh an attachment goodness. to education, of course, because we the you lottery fund. supports yes. uh, education in our state very generously. Wowie, zowie. Um, that's a big, that's a big. Yeah, I mean, I like new challenges, right? Yeah. And so, and I needed a break. But I, I'm I've been very lucky. I have, a, I think, a non-traditional career path. I've been an admissions recruiter. I've <laughs> been an admissions director. I have been a business and community liaison for a large uh, southern school district. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been now an HR director, a dean of school, a director of career and technical education. I've always been able to parlay the opportunities that have been given to me and the skills that I have developed in in my wheelhouse, my toolbox, and um, be able to bring them into new challenging positions. And I've been fortunate that um, based on my uh, previous roles and small successes, um, that people have been willing to give me those opportunities. And And I'm always about paying it forward. That's why, again, I want to take what I have had and, and, and incorporate it into this school and you into our perfect. culture. You are perfect for the for the hands-on and yeah. head, heart, and hands part for, for Ben Franklin. Well, I appreciate That's that. That's going to be great. I think so. I, I think it's going to be great. And I think, again, I'm just one small part. Yeah. Um, I like to I like to say to my team, and I, and I do look at it that way, that um, my role just defines what it is I do to support what we're doing for our students. Yes. It's yes. not about 
title or power. It just defines what we do. Right. Do it the best that we can That's for our right. kids. That's right. And show up for the kids every day. Huh? That's all I ask of you. Just show up for the kids every day. <laughs> well, you know what? That's not, not always an easy thing to do, but you're Certainly right. Certainly not. That's what the good teachers do, and that's well, what the good academia it does. And that's know? part of what my role defines me to do is to make sure that my teachers have that support. That's great. And want to, are excited to walk into their classrooms every day. Yeah, that's awesome. That's part of my job. Let me ask you, how big will the first class be? Not how, too how big. Many, how many Applications students? are coming in and seats are filling up fast. Oh. Um, no, um, so we certainly have openings still, yeah. but I would say that as we are conducting these information sessions, we are seeing applications come in. Good. So um, I want to again say that our full charter is available for review. Mm-hmm. Again, the entire charter, appendices, exhibits, everything that we have that went through the Department of Education and State Board for approval, I want out there for the community to mm-hmm. see. Um, so that's there, the application overview, the checklist, the materials, if right. anyone's interested. Again, that's BenjaminFranklin.academy. Um, but yeah, no, at this time, we are, for our fall, going to accept no more than 75 students. Wow. Yeah. So we're looking at 20 to 25 per grade level. Yeah. Again, that's grades 6, 7, and 8. Oh, my God. Folks, pay attention. Get your kids over here. Yes. Not in New Hampshire. Yes. And our projected re- enrollment, our max enrollment by year five, will be about 175 to 200 max. So we are going to stay a small country school. And that's great. Well, we need to if we're going to continue delivering on all we espouse to do. Right. Right. We'll get to know every kid, every, that, student, every student that comes that's in. That's correct. Yes. That is correct. You know, I have to say, uh, last week we had um, a guest here from St. John's Regional School, or Christ the King. She was the head of the music music ministry over there. We did talk a little bit about Catholic schools and um, that they seem to have really good relationships with amongst all of the stakeholders in the, in the school. The, mm-hmm. the teachers that have the kids in the class get to know all of those kids. They get to know them one-on-one. And, you know, because this the setup isn't quite as uh, big as maybe a public school, right? You're in one class. Yes. You might travel a couple of times, right. but you're with pretty much the same teachers throughout yeah. the day. And they all get to know the kids. And there's a different kind of feeling. Yes, in that um, than, you know, other schools that I've I've experienced. Yeah. But, you know, I think that the, the size will naturally yes. have that happening at well, Ben Well, we Franklin. were mindful of that. Um, that was actually something that we had decided in the, in the development of our charter um, very early on, that we Great. wanted to stay small so that we could have those individual relationships. Yes. And not... And, and each member of the team, whether it's an administrator, myself as dean, whether it is a faculty member, a staff member, students will really relate to individuals, mm-hmm. adults in different ways. And sure. just making sure that we have, again, that capacity by making sure we're mindful on how how much we're trying to grow or how many students we're trying to enroll. Right. You know, not get too big, again, yeah, so that we absolutely. can't deliver on all that we intend to. Yeah, I think that's awesome. What an opportunity for families. And I know that there are a lot of families out there. I hear from them. I hear from them through different, you know, things that I've done either with youth in in music or dean of students or wherever I might travel. And, you know, we're seeing, um, I think, challenges in the, quote, public school system where two parents working Mm -hmm. don't feel, you know, that are just trying hard to get through the, the month don't really know what else to do if the school isn't working out for their student because yeah. they can't pay outrageous, you right. know, 
Uh, well, twofold. One, again, I want to say that we're a public chartered school, which right. means that although we are unique in our programming, somewhat like a, a private school model, mm-hmm. um, we are tuition free. Right. We are open to all New Hampshire residents. Um, certainly, I want to point out that because of the funding tiers in our state, that um, cost per pupil is probably something most people have heard at least once or twice, mm-hmm. um, we get a fraction of the cost per pupil that traditional schools do. And again, I think that it's just about being resourceful with those dollars. Sure. Um, but I do want people to know that, again, it is tuition free. So, very important yeah. to know for those. Benjamin Franklin Academy, Loudoun, New Hampshire. And if you need info, ben, BenjaminFranklin.academy. Uh, so, Marcy, thank you for being with us on Artful Living. This is Jane Cormier, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Thanks for being with us, and we'll, we'll see you soon.